say this too. I make albums so people can play it and you actually hear it. You know, driving your car, you hear another car playing it. You know, go to the barbershop, you hear them playing it. You know, turn the radio on and you hear them playing it. You know, it's playing everywhere. It's called great music. It's called albums that you actually hear the songs. Not no mysterious shit and you never hear it. On your dome. To bring myself to a place emotionally to be like even able to watch that altogether, so I was just like, "Yo, I'm, like I know the case, I'm familiar with it, but I don't want to like watch this whole thing." Happen yeah, and, and just so you guys know, we're talking about um, when they see us on Netflix, the Ava DuVernay is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah, the Ava DuVernay documentary. Which if you haven't seen it already, go watch it. Maz hasn't finished it because he's a piece of shit and hates black people. But it's crazy that another case though, and like what actually happened. But you ain't see, you ain't support I mean, black art, bro. I am watching it. I'm in but progress. You but you ain't finished it. I didn't. If you were really pro-black, you would have been finished it, bro. You ain't even watched the Oprah special afterwards, man. Netflix got that shit, too. Oprah low-key hate black people, too, bro. You think so? For sure. Yo, one of the funniest things, bro, is me thinking about Oprah becoming president and her just having to nuke, like, a kid in, like, an Arab country or some shit. That shit's fucked. She's like, oh, little Yusuf. (laughs) You had your your chair. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise IED. (laughs) Shit, bro. Fuck, man. We're we're back. That's really dark. But yeah, that was a very dark joke, man. And uh, it's only gonna get darker, guys. Um, no, seriously. Uh, we're back, bro. Like seriously, like we haven't recorded in a while. A round of applause. Um, to that, you know, niggas ain't niggas just been busy, bro. Niggas been busy, bro. We just had to wait for Ramadan to end because it's hella exhausting to be doing that during the holy month. Of course, it's just like. You don't want to swear, and like I got a potty mouth, so I was working on that all Ramadan, which you're probably gone by now, bro. <laughs> I didn't even see that coming. Um, but yeah, it's like during Ramadan, it's just sort of exhausting to record and stuff, so it's like good to be in a space now where it's just like I can sort of just record whenever. It's also exhausting just dealing with people at work, like, oh my god, you don't eat or drink the whole entire day? Exactly. Not bro. even water? Not yeah. even water. Did, did somebody put that on a shirt yet? I'm sure some. There's this lady Kid did already. at my job last Gonna year, by her friend. Uh, and she was like, "Oh, I fast too. I just don't eat from breakfast to lunch." And literally, this was like, "This was me." <laughs> like when she told me that, and I was like, "Good for you, good for you." But oh, she white. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Yo, that'd be the funniest shit. And they'd be like on Twitter, like, "Yes, before you ask, yes, they were." <laughs> It'd always just be like that. But just going, let's yeah. We didn't even we didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm your humble, gracious host, Yubi. Across from me, I have my uh, humble and more gracious host, Maz. Uh, what it do, baby? What it do, baby? Haha. <laughs> um, fuck. And yeah, this is the it's not that serious podcast. Um, fuck. I don't even remember how I usually start this shit. But anyways, we're just gonna hop right into this shit because we got a jam packed motherfucking episode for you guys here today. Um, so like me and Maz were just talking about, um, at the top of the show is we were talking about Ava DuVernay's Netflix, uh, four episode special called When They See Us, in which she talks about the now exonerated five, formerly known as the Central Park Five, who are racially profiled because they were at Central Park, I think in 1989, um, during which a female 
white, which I think is an important point to add. White jogger was uh, brutalized, raped, and um, left for dead. Thankfully, she didn't die. But uh, these five boys were coerced into false confessions by... What's the white lady's name? The one that everybody's hating right now? Uh, I'll pull it up. Yeah, but yeah, fuck that bitch. Um, yeah, um, so pretty much it's just like the story about them pretty much starting at Central Park, you know, innocently being 14, 15, and Corey Wise, 16-year-old boys just going about having fun, and then next thing you know, they're just all facing you know, time in jail, and pretty much they come out of it, some of them even, all of them more fucked up than before, obviously, just because of how much trauma they had to endure and all that, um, in the criminal justice system, which again, they were falsely put into, um, I think it's a really good documentary, or docu-series, I guess, docu-series, docu-series, I guess, um, I, I recommend everybody go check it out if you haven't already, like I said, Ma's fake as hell, Fake Black for not finishing it. It's really, really good. He's going to finish it, obviously, or else, you know, we wouldn't be fucking the singer. Have you watched but, Detroit yet, bro? Detroit? Yeah, I watched Detroit in theaters, bro. Come on. I mean, like, you, see, you know how, like, emotionally exhausting that shit is? Yeah, like, to yeah, see, like, that shit all in your yeah, face yeah, all the, the time. Um, the white, the white cop. Yeah. That, he was, like... He had a super racist face. My bro. dude was from, from fucking... We're, we're the, like, we're the Millers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the like, bitch boy. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Character yeah, development. Now, yeah, this thing is... It's Linda Fairstein. Linda Fairstein, yeah. We don't fuck with no Linda Fairstein around here. Yeah. But, um, Maz, you're two episodes deep, like... And you obviously know the case since you've heard about it before. Like, what are your actual thoughts on it? And, like... I mean, obviously... What though, are the emotions that you noticed yourself feeling while you watched it? Um, do you have emotions? I sometimes do. Sometimes they're overwhelming, and I just can't wake up in the morning. <laughs> um, but uh, on wow. a serious note, yeah, yeah like obviously, uh, Ava did a lot of research on this, and she really put, like, she did I think four years worth of research behind this, mm -hmm. or some like a crazy amount of time. And the actors themselves in the, uh, like, whenever they do reenactments in these crime shows, it's always like really corny or like. It kind of just oversells whatever they're trying to mention but the actors yeah. in the show were like really really good and um it really uh, punches a point home and it's just you can't look away from it because this is like an actual reality this is like some real shit that happened to people but even just thinking about it it's like kind of just like my existence as a black person is like because like this shit could happen to me shit could happen to you could happen to anybody and at the end of the day it was like a white woman's word or whatever against like a bunch of these little uh, black kids only like four of four of the five were on were minors only one of them was well, four of them were tried as minors Corey Wise was 16 but tried as an adult right because of that and like it's like how like you just look at how like when they when Tamir Rice died they referred to him as like a like a they didn't refer to him as a 12 year old kid like this like they didn't they like made young him man. look like a young man yeah. 12 year old like young adult or whatever he was but then you have like donald trump's son-in-law making mistakes and they said oh he's still young or whatever like man's is 41 yeah and you just compared it just like uh this over aggression this dynamic of creating like some over aggression portrayal of black men is just it's just like it's get over it like it's so fucking exhausting to see it and to hear it over and over again and just to constantly be reminded of it as well do you is think, also heavy. Do you think today we're making steps in the right direction at all? Um, I 
don't really think so to be honest it's not like like i I still like am hyper aware of how i exist in the workplace how i exist in public and everything about that but that's also just because it's sort of ingrained in me from like a societal perspective but the one thing i do think is that now that we have this advancement of technology like people anybody can pull out a phone and record what happened and then before it just used to be like prosecutor cops word against whoever and they're always going to take their word over yours so now with the like technology and all that stuff even i mean even with the technology doesn't really bring justice but at least it provides a perspective it's like yo like what the fuck is this cop doing like yeah. with philando castile like the dude had a uh, a freaking camera strapped like his like chest strapped cam right to his chest and yeah. there was no reason for him to do what he did and yet he still got off facts but it's like it, it opens like the the uh it opens the door for like more conversation around all of this and like just how disproportionate black people are specific like all specifically in this case black men are uh in the criminal justice system comparatively yeah no everything i agree with everything you said and i think also it's like I don't know what they can be doing right now to make things better. They, of course, being, you know, not only the police force, but like white America in general. Like what comes to mind immediately is this Malcolm X quote that goes, if you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress there. If you pull it out all the way, that's not progress. Progress is healing the wound that the blow made. And they haven't even admitted that the knife is there, much less let the with the wound healed. So it's like there's still not even a universal acknowledgement of the bullshit that African Americans and black passing people in this country go through. Absolutely. Um like, even very recently with the uh the general manager of the Toronto Raptors. Asai Mujiri. Yeah, so uh, apparently allegedly he had pushed the cop, but like literally everybody in the stadium was like that never happened and whatnot. And it like and it's like this dude's a GM in like an NBA. Why the hell would he push a city cop or whatever the hell he was? And then just very recently, I think it was like a day ago, the police department said, yeah, that that never happened. Yeah, they finally but admitted to it. Because like they, it's so easy for them to just say a lie, but it's so you have to do so much to like get them to tell the truth. At yeah. The end. And the one thing I saw for that specifically was just like these, this, these <laughs> hella accented um, this motherfucker, bro. He tried lying in an arena full of people imagine what it is day-to-day interacting with these people one-on-one yeah imagine what would they not lie about if they're gonna lie about something like that imagine like a traffic stop at night yeah they they pull any excuse it's like yo oh like uh, i thought your your wallet was a gun and i shot him six times in the chest like that's that's happened yeah happens all the time unfortunately uh all right let's 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 dance, I guess. Um, shout out to Zion. Let's dance. Um, <laughs> because an anime character, I, I did. I did. Draft was good. Um, what I liked, to, this is totally not on the docket, but what I, my favorite thing about the draft itself was just like the presence of like black fathers. Yeah, this year NBA especially. Draft, you know, R.J. Barrett's dad. R.J. Barrett's dad really stood out. Um, who else? John Morant's dad, I think it was. Yeah. This nigga looked like he said, "My dad was my first hater," and this nigga pulled up his dad dressed like. The, fucking, like the player haters bullshit <laughs> Dave Chappelle shit that was one of the funniest <laughs> <laughs> one of the best Dave Chappelle. Chappelle skits if you haven't seen it before go watch it seriously super funny but yeah just the presence of black fathers um, in the NBA draft I thought it was really good and um, who was it I, I, some I think it was Stephen A. Smith he pointed out like how beautiful and how huge an impact 
and like how important it was for black fathers to be there to pretty much just destroy that stereotype of you know black men not being there for their I kids. I think Lavar Ball did that. Last yeah, yeah. Oh no, Lavar Ball made him hate the black father. <laughs> like this thing around too much. Like yeah, damn. Dead ass. This thing got to chill, bro. Yeah. Anyways, what I wanted to dance to was uh, pretty much what's going on in Sudan right now. If you wanted to take the lead on that, since you were born there. No, it wasn't. I'm still Sudanese, right? Yeah, so. I guess by there's tears to this shit. By, by consideration, by association. <laughs> um, so what? When was the, what was the last thing that we talked about? Um, so we're just trying to remember the last time we recorded a podcast. Um, that was a grip ago, bro. What was it? What, what was it? So what had happened is, Omar uh, Bashir got pushed out of power, and then they had some Omar Bashir being subsid- the president the current pre- the pre- the former president of Sudan who was there for 30 years and then they had his, like some Jenny Craig version of him like 30 pounds <laughs> like 40 pounds lighter <laughs> in office for literally like 24 hours and they booted that guy yeah they freaked that guy and then so uh the leader of the the Jinjuweed uh, or now rebranded as the RSF or uh his the leader named Nemeti he's sort of kind of been like this uh military power rule trying to grab and just dispersing protesters because all of the there's been no violence like from the protesters it's just been peaceful sit-ins and really nothing by violence and uh he just came through to dis- like try to disperse everybody through violence through shooting and everything and right now they're i think they're day 21 or 22 of like a complete internet blackout yeah and this really scary thing about that is that we know more about what's going on in Sudan than what people in Sudan know about what's going on, like even in their own neighborhoods or right outside their own neighborhoods. Because of the internet blockage. Because right? of the yeah. uh, internet blockage. So allegedly there's supposed to be like some civilian votes or some like a voting session towards the end of the year. But and we know how that goes. Yeah. So We've seen that with Egypt, bro. We know how that, we know exactly how that goes, bro. It's absolutely. Like, but we're not Egypt and we're not like any one of other one of like because I that's the one thing I hated seeing was like, oh, like we did this before this like Arab Spring, blah, blah, blah. Like we know how this goes. Like we're it's different. It's completely different. It's way different. So they have the million person march coming up in on June 30th, I believe, in Sudan. That's what, like supposed like allegedly what's going to go. Like I've seen flyers around uh, and posts around going for it. I've never even seen that. It's crazy. So again, it's all nonviolent. It's just pure sheer numbers. And the crazy thing about it, too, is like. I think almost 60% of the people in Sudan are under the age of 25. So the people who are fighting now are literally the future of Sudan. Yeah. And it's 100%. always these like raggedy ass old people who just growing power, like stealing all this money and, and like the young people are not having it. Like we're not going to just sit idly by and just wait for it. But it's really disheartening because like you really can't do anything about it. Like you just have to sit and just hope and like obviously our hearts and our prayers and our, and our thoughts and anything like any means of helping is always with uh our people back in sudan but it's a um, there's a lot of uh uncertainty for the future of sudan going on but if you want a little bit more detail than what i explained you should definitely watch uh hasa minaj's uh episode of the patriot act yeah he did a really good Netflix. job of explaining sort of like the implications of it and how Europe and America involved and how Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates are involved like the research was very well done and it was very informative and very easy to digest yeah 100% back everything Maz just said uh, check out like he said p- check out um, Hassan Minaj's special <laughs> Patriot Wait, sorry it's Hassan Minhaj Minhaj it's not Hassan Minhaj okay 
<laughs> um, okay, yeah, uh, whatever he said, Minhaj, I guess, I don't care really, but yeah, check it out, um, the whole, the whole, like, show he has on Netflix is fire. Yeah, the Shout research, out to Netflix, though. the research is right, I was very disappointed to see Trevor Noah's, like, take on Sudan, like, yeah. he really brought it down to just being about bread and whatnot, and I was like, wow, my guy, you're freaking, you're freaking African, like, if anything, you would, like, yeah. put in more effort, but you would think, right? he's just, like, a whitewashed version of what he used to be. Uh, yeah that's true honestly like when the daily show ended i was hoping um hassan would have gotten would have gotten like that role it was either him or the black woman i don't remember her name do you remember her name oh uh it's uh something williams i know i know who you're talking about Shout she has her own her. own show now on netflix but good for her yeah because one of them should have taken over trevor noah's like he's okay i guess but he's not like a He's, he's he's no John Stewart. Nobody's John Stewart. He's easy to tell. It was Jessica Williams. That's who it was. Jessica Williams. Yeah. Okay. But um, he's just he's like white people like Trevor Noah. That's yeah, why. he's light skinned. Yeah, yeah, that's why. He's fucking light skinned. He's half white. He's half he's half colonizer. Half colonizer. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Moving on. I guess. Thank you for that insightful take, Maz, on what's going on in the Sudan. I, why do people do that, by the way? Because it's Al Sudan. Al Sudan. Al Sudan. So like the Alif. Nah, I'm in the beginning, like, so, like, if you literally translate it, it's, like, to the Sudan. But, like... Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I don't know, it's... Arab. I don't say the Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but it's not... It's, like, I mean, yeah, it's because it's, like, the, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That's, like, what it, tra- like, translates to. That shit kind of bangs, no the lie. Kingdom, KSA? No, they got the fire initials, Yo, for bro. Sure, KSA, bro. like, they trash, bro. Like, that ass, garbage. Like, the, the worst, like, worst possible people. Yeah, like, yeah, like Representation top, of Islam yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, top five worst, but KSA, that's just flawed, bro. Like, when you say KSA, like, Even damn. their flag kind of dipped, bro. I mean, you got the, I got the shahad on and the sword. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wild, bro. Wildly flawed. Look at us. We're shitting on a country, but praising everything else. <laughs> Both right? Wild. Um, so we got a couple things we can move into. We can either do BET Awards or the NBA Awards. So let's just do the BET Awards real quick. Shout out to YBN Corday for uh, his performance and shouting out Sudan. Yeah, big shout out to him. Let's give him a round of applause. All right. All right. <laughs> That's all you got, bud. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't watch the full award show because niggas don't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to your local internet provider. <laughs> um, yeah, niggas didn't have cables. So I didn't even bother. Um, you could, like, I feel like it's not even fun to watch award shows. Actually, you just watch it through Twitter, I think, is the funniest way to watch it. Yeah, to I think it. so, bro. I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like this new era of music is just not uh, oh, so me, trash. though. So you know trash, what I mean? Bro. Like, I just can't do it. Like, honestly, I saw Offset's performance and I thought it was pretty good. Like, niggas forgot he could dance, bro. Like, he could dance. He was getting Offset's down. Got the moves, bro. bro? Yeah, 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 100%. Crazy. Like, he wasn't even, like, <clears throat> he wasn't even, like, gassed out or aired out or anything. I'm just like, doesn't this nigga smoke, like, mad weed or something, bro? Like, no, nah, I, was, I was thoroughly impressed with Offset. I think he performed, like, Red Room. Maybe he did a little bump of crack to get the crackhead moves out. Not crack. Definitely I mean, coke. Cocaine. coke. Definitely coke. Um, I like what they did with the blue carpet as opposed to the red rest in peace nip um huge 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 you know rest in peace goes out to him uh, i thought it was dope when they brought out his family his dad said something in tigrinian which is the language they speak in eritrea, eritrea. Yep. i'm not did i say that right tigrinian yep i mean it's, it's for it's somebody who doesn't enough. speak it yeah, that's yeah, close on, bro. we have a multi-culture out here son what you mean um but yeah i thought that was very nice he said marathon continues super cute and then 
the one thing that I disliked most is the actual awards. Right. I think the awards are all bullshit, obviously. I think the awards are given out depending on who wants to perform. I feel like if you perform, they give you like more of a, more, what's the word I'm looking for? More leeway for winning an actual award. Mm-hmm. And lo and, behold, lo and behold, Cardi B's gassed out lip singing ass wins, you know, a couple awards. The one that I'm most pissed off about is her winning songwriter of the year. When <laughs> this girl doesn't write any of her music, you know what I mean? Like, Partisan Fontaine writes her music for, well, most of her music for. He's super, super talented. I don't Crazy. Know if listen to his shit. Like, he's super good. And I just wish, like, he kept half of the shit that he gave her because he's so fucking talented. To a point where it was just like Kanye invited him to Wyoming when they were doing the Wyoming sessions to write for him as well. Well, Yeah, exactly. I think the whole BET Awards just lost its swagger altogether because remember how like how much clout it was just to be on that show yeah like kanye would perform on that show like i remember religiously watching that show like after Same. school and stuff yeah with terrence and i forget her what was it 106 in park 106 in park yeah, bro yeah, yeah. and like people would go on there to like bring their new albums and whatnot so when you want to be t award it actually meant something now it's just mm-hmm. like do you think uh-huh. that has to do with do you think- <laughs> we got to play it now <laughs> do you think that has do you think that has anything to do with the rise of social media at all? And if but, so, like, what how? do you mean? Just like these people, like the Kanye's or whatever, the people that would show up to the 106 in Park and eventually to like the BET Awards altogether. Do you think social media has made these people like way too accessible to the public eye to a point where it's just like they don't really feel the need or the necessity to actually go out to these award shows just because they feel like their presence is already made or something? I kind of think so, and I also think the fact that, um, like, just where we are right now, the whole scope of technology and how it's just changed how we consume music altogether. Yeah. Like, one thing I was reading today is how, like, um, independent artists aren't really independent, quote-unquote. <clears throat> like, they get signed secretly by a label, and, like, uh, Paramore, for example, like, they got yeah. signed to Atlantic, yeah. but they released their first uh, album through some uh, independent, like, pop po- uh, punk rock whatever thing just to make them look like they own their own self yeah sorry that's like straying away from what you're saying but i'm saying like mm-hmm. music is just like i said paramore paramore which is good because <laughs> i never listened to a paramore song my entire life <laughs> um but that nah, example should, is really cool go kind of back bro low-key what, what paramore song, what song do they have i like the only exception you probably never heard it this is when i was going through like my he's <laughs> got blonde mohawks and shit i did have blonde hair and a mohawk at one point never together though um, but going to what you said, I, yeah. I just think that like now nobody really cares about those awards. Like they just care about their streams and getting their money because I just feel like this last like the, a lot of these artists are just in it for money and that's it. Yeah. And like all they care about is their streams and like so, like not even selling album and merch, whatever it is, and just making sure they're number one on billboards. Everything else comes secondary to them because nobody really puts passion behind their craft. And if they do, they're like not as. Uh, push towards the spotlight as all these other art like cardi b is like terrible like if we're just being straight up (laughs) like i mean she's i mean like her production the production of her songs and all that which is not her at all it's incredible like the production is amazing yeah but when it comes out to i was like what is what is special about like cardi b or like what is special about xyz like what's special about Lil pump like what the hell is Lil P- what the hell is a little pump like what is a little pump? like my guys it just doesn't make sense I just yelling at all Lil- yeah and 
now you have this dude named Juice World who sound like Post Malone, who sound like another dude who just they're all just clones of each other. Yeah, all these niggas coming through that same portal, this bro. Crazy, that SoundCloud bro. portal. <laughs> that should be wild, bro. So crazy. But yeah, I think mu- I don't think musicians are too accessible. I just think they just in it for the money and for the. Wrong. It sucks that I, as a black guy, really fuck with um the Grammys more than the BET Awards. When the BET Awards like are the ones that should be for us. Yeah, bro. You know I, what I mean, I stopped giving a shit about award shows when Fun won New Artist of the Year over Frank Ocean. Yeah, that's, was, that's valid. I was just 100%. like, yo, none of this shit matters. Kanye was right. He's ahead of his time, as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Like, say what you want about Ye, but this niggas, he's a futurist, <laughs> if you will. Um, Imagine if Ye is actually a time traveler. That'd be crazy, bro. I don't doubt it, bro. <laughs> I really don't doubt it. But um, if since we're staying on the topic of future, the future of uh, music. Hashtag um, toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Is, I mean, is okay. that your city boy anthem? We're going to get into what the city boy anthems are in a little bit, bro. Don't worry. Um, <clears throat> but going back... To the topic of music i suppose um and billboard we touched upon all of this um mm. the whole dj khaled tyler the creator bullshit that's that happened a little while back what happened with that exactly so dj oh there's like layers to this shit so hold on let me <laughs> let me tighten up <clears throat> um so obviously they both dropped on the same day and tyler's album by the way amazing fire my favorite album this so far this summer that in future can't really tell but anyways they both drop on the same day a week later when first week numbers release tyler the creator's number one over dj Khaled, who is supposed to be like this whole marketing guru and is able to like put out straight number ones only yada yada um and then this dude comes out with an instagram post that he would like later delete it might have been a story post i'm not sure talking about like how he pretty much should have gotten number one or whatever and his music's supposed to be listened to like you hear it in everybody's car or whatever and he called fucking tyler's album some mysterious shit that nobody heard or some shit like tyler the creator fans are probably like golf fans in general are probably the most loyal fans in music Bro, i think and so also just to add to that like when i saw tyler last summer at afropunk yeah like i was in the uh i was just like in like a mosh pit or whatever is people are like they're like mad lit and at the same time mad respectful about yeah. like everything it was just great yeah, yeah, yeah no tyler fans are great man like but they, like this they, dude everybody in the audience knew his songs like yeah, everybody tyler, word for bro. word like my, fuck with tyler, my dude bro. said three words the rest of it was sung by the audience fire bro and that's Amazing. the type of thing that's the type of like concert you want to go to like i don't want to go to a dj khaled set because it's <laughs> so just gonna DJ be K- him did you see how they had him performing on snl and like this dude wasn't even singing he just has like lil wayne come on stage and he has whoever else come on stage and he's just <clears> there like, as a cheerleader the whole time i get that but I mean, it's just like you need to understand like how dj who dj khaled is right. as in music like he his whole purpose is just he's he, a compiler he's, of he, he's an ex- sounds. he's in he thinks he's of him amazing as an executive he's the executive who's putting all the music together essentially. right and he's great at it he, otherwise he wouldn't yeah, be that relevant for like the no, last like 12 probably, years like say what you like I, I didn't like the last album nor the one before and i really like the one like two some two three summers ago that came out but say what you want about oh, him like he's the, like a the major the one that had major, major key, key alert major key was fire um but Say what you want about him, but like this man knows how to put together a really cohesive, for sure. great piece of work for the most part. Like the album's just like the last two just haven't been for me personally, but like realistically, they're great bodies of work when you look at them as a whole in terms of cohesiveness and like 
just diversity of sound because he'll hit you with some you know some dancehall shit some reggae shit and also some trap shit and also some soulful shit and it's just super super interesting the way he's able to do that so well and i don't i can't even think of anybody else in the game that can do that as well as he can um with all that being said this nigga's a fucking hater though bro. big time hater that's some super fucking hatred man. player hater ball <laughs> <laughs> player hater of the year nominee yeah dead ass like I don't know. I heard allegations of him like going to sue like Billboard or something like that over it. And Tyler is just like fucking on Twitter, just laughing and like posting his lyrics and stuff. Like, it's it's to me, it's very very clear who has real fans and who has like stream farms. Oh, just playing for sure. Music on a loop and a fucking iMac Pro or some shit, bro. Like, it's super super sad to see that you know that's where we're going to right now. Just like determining who's one or two right ridiculous um who else dropped the big drop for me the other big drop for me was like future future fucking killed this shit bro okay did you fuck with it i mean i a little bit not like there's what, what there's once like it was kind of scary bro like what i'm not i mean it's scary excuse me I, like it's finally like him like yo come save me like i yeah, need nigga like, had to say niggas can't be the- any clearer i named the album <laughs> save me come save me like damn dead ass bro it's like it's no like, more bro, subliminal and everybody's just like <laughs> <laughs> shit bumps bro yeah right this thing is all what, going through bro. what are, what is your what are you what do you, uh, was your favorite? Um, track on there, I really liked Extra, just because it has, has like, this really, like, ominous, um, sample in the back. Mm-hmm. Somebody said it was Sierra, but I didn't believe them. Um. That'd be, that's yeah, wild. That should be crazy. Which, it, which definitely wouldn't be possible, because if you remember, Russell Wilson bought her, her, um, her, her, ma- all of her masters for, like, her birthday or something. Oh, like wow, that yeah. Yo, honestly, fuck Russell Wilson. Why, though? Fuck that nigga. My guy's mad wholesome. He's, he's fucking it up. But, like, oh, oh, regular for, for, for regular. He's not regular, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. Nick is crazy no, different. for sure. Like, snake, like. They go to church, bro. That's crazy. He go to church, bro. Like he bought his mom and a read house. read her Bible. No. <laughs> <laughs> Homie bought her, his mom a house bought matching g-wagons with this white like nigga relax bro you have nothing else to prove at this point you won a super bowl you good you got the highest paid contract in the nfl like all time so like nah, you could Foles just beat him didn't he uh no i think he has a or, higher signing i think he has a higher wait no no higher guaranteed money or something i'm not sure it doesn't matter fuck him uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nick Foles. i okay, think you're thinking yeah. of uh Carson Wentz. That's who I was thinking of. They go with the broken bag. Fucking made out of glass. It's going to be a funny NFL season. See, I know you got hurt again. But anyways, um, where do we want to move on to next? Uh, the DR fatalities. Yeah. Dude, shout out Big Poppy. Shout out. Oh, my God. Shout out Big Poppy. This thing almost didn't make it, bro. Who the fuck shoots Big Poppy, bro? Who shoots David Ortiz? That's crazy. Because some there was like some reports are saying that it was like mistaken identity. I was like, my nah, guy, how the fuck you in that's the middle bullshit. of, <laughs> how do you not know what Big Poppy, who Big Poppy is and exactly. what he looks like? And you're in DR and you don't know who Big, no, that's bullshit, bro. This nigga big as shit. I'm saying, bro, this nigga's a slugger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Like, Large father. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Large father. <laughs> thick, thick daddy. <laughs> mm, corny. But yeah, uh, the DR fatalities, apparently it's like fake alcohol related or something niggas is selling fake henny or some shit 
Yo, Wait, really what? wildin' out here in DR, bro. But I fuck with the Dominicans, bro. The Heavy. Dominicans around me, bro. Shut up, shut up, my barber Kenny. You shut a real Juan. one. Yeah, we don't Juan, know. Bro. We don't speak a lot to each other, but he just understands me, yeah, bro. Nah, me and Juan talk, bro. I be texting that nigga. He be like, "How's your day?" I'm just like, "Yo, it's weird, bro. You're my barber. I'm, I'm gonna tell you." My <laughs> nigga, don't, don't text me that shit, my nigga. <laughs> I think I ain't trying to be your friend like that, bro. We keep our shit professional, but. I mean, if you're trying to cut my hair for free, then maybe, but like I said, nah, that. I'd rather pay you because I ain't no <laughs> cap, bro. It's a transactional <laughs> it's like, it's relationship. Right in, like, match it incorrect. I gotta, like, hit him with the huh. <laughs> be mad rude because of the huh over text, bro. You, you ever ask you a question and you just laugh at it, like. <laughs> Always, bro. Like, oh my god, speaking of that, me and Maz are talking about this. We literally just do the ahaha every. Like five minutes. I, I do like twice an hour at least. At, le- at, at minimum, the very bro, least. It's wild. It's like it's really buried into my head. Like I can't even just like laugh anymore without that coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I want to laugh, but I want to haha at the same time. What exactly. do I do? Exactly, man. Anyways, but uh, it's all fun and games till someone fuck with the hookah and henny. Shout out to DR. <laughs> Look, you take control, bro. Hold on, <laughs> I need to laugh this out real quick. <laughs> So, um, recently there was a Amer- uh, Air Canada passenger who allegedly got stuck on the plane. Yeah. She was she sleeping was the only on the passenger on the plane. So she was like sleeping, and she woke up, and it was all dark. And apparently, like niggas locked up the plane and just like <laughs> dipped. <laughs> so uh, when you go to an airport, uh, like they drop off passengers, whatnot, but they don't leave the um, the plane at the actual terminal. So like they park it somewhere in the airfield or in a hangar. Yeah. So she was on the plane when it was all parked up and everything. So there's no like giant ladder or like sky bridge to take you off the plane. Yeah. So if she wanted to come out the plane, she would have to open the door and like fall like 15 feet straight to the ground. So she was stuck there and she was like texting her friend to like, he's like, hey, I'm stuck on the fucking plane. It's dark. And uh, her battery died and she tried like plugging it through, but they eventually got her and. Uh, took her out and is she sue is she suing i mean i would sue the fuck oh, out of her bro, that bag big, different big air bucks. canada money what big, big bucks have them get you a jet like drake <laughs> but they um uh what was it like the question is like how does like a whole crew of people like miss somebody sleeping on the yeah, plane that's that's somewhat concerning <laughs> Like they're like probably she probably did some like bitch shit in the beginning of the flight and they're like yo fuck her bro let's let's go let's go fuck her let's be out of here. Actually, what man. would you do if you were in her situation? Oh, I mean, I'm su- like post the situation or during the situation. Both. Uh, during the situation, I I think I don't she I don't think she could have handled that any better. You didn't like would, a 15 foot drop. That's kind of high. I I think I can make a 15 foot drop. I mean, you probably I mean you probably fuck like at self. But then again, if well. they find you just roaming in a airfield like that, though, like, are you Muslim too, bro? Muslim, big Islam. Then, oh my God, big Shahada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like if they catch you in an airfield and you don't have like the proper like licensing to do so, I'm pretty sure that's a federal crime. I mean, it is, but I guess in the case that it's like understandable. But like at the same time, how who's gonna believe you don't have proof that you were on the plane? Exactly, I would stay put. Yeah, I would definitely stay put. No, same. I, she, she, I think she handled everything right. You wouldn't have turned on the plane and just like be out of there. No. I'm pretty sure I would Again, Muslim, yeah, that'd be a bad look. No, big, (laughs) let me stop. I was going to say big 9-11, but (laughs) I stopped myself. I saw this funny question, speaking of 9-11. What if 9-11 had happened on 7-11? What do you think they would have changed their name to? It's my dad's birthday. (laughs) Um, 
if it happened on 7-Eleven. What the store 7-Eleven? What would they have changed their name to? Oh my to? god, that's a great question. Yo, that's a really good question. I, I don't have an answer for that. Um, I mean, they, they're called 7-Eleven because they used to be open seven days a week, 11 hours a day. Like, that's where the name derives from. Also a Japanese company. I don't think it's Japanese. No, they are Japanese. Are 7-Eleven sure? is a Japanese company. I'm going to look this up later. For sure. I love the, oh, just think I'm Googling it right now. Um, I think it's going to be I, I really don't know what they would name it. Somebody, said, somebody just said... Uh, where like it was a question on ask credit and somebody's yeah. like yeah, they were just changed it to 24 7 i was like smart that's probably the best idea to change it to guys that's lame i wouldn't buy no snacks from 24 7 you try to go to 24 7 like damn yeah, yeah, they changed the way we talk all together yeah, yeah, exactly just changing linguistics and shit and all <laughs> that um next is the whole we wrote bernie sanders plan to forgive all student loan debt but it wasn't originally um elizabeth warren's if we're being honest shout out pocahontas um <laughs> yo Donald Trump had one of the hardest disses of all time. Yeah, no, Donald that, Trump's that, a clown, bro. I'm sorry. Dude said one I'm sorry. 2020th Native American when she yeah. was running, bro. That, <sighs> like, yeah, nah, nah. He smoked Yo, hook shit. me up with your social media manager, bro. Bars. Yeah, I don't, like... Let's let's not get too political here because it's not that serious. Uh-huh, that's a good one, Jim. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <clears throat> um, But I, if she goes up against Trump, mano y mano, she's taking a hard oh no she's taking the big i only really i only really trust bernie sanders bernie sanders to win america's not ready for a woman president that's a bold allegation um let's let's save that for when we have a woman here present i'll invite cat shout out cat shout out everybody woman correspondent she should low-key be on payroll our our um let me not say anything stupid never mind our our female correspondent we're just I was going to say something really stupid, probably, but it's okay. I caught myself. But yeah, his plan to forgive... Um, $1.6 trillion of student yeah. loan debt. Do you agree or disagree? Um, let me. Okay, you're obviously going to agree, but let me ask you a better question. Wow, you think I niggas just want free money? I mean, you're right, yeah, but, but like... If, they, if there was a choice to only... <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Right, let's, let's hear it. If, let's hear it. Point, if there was a... If there was a choice to either get to do reparations or student loan forgiveness what would you do i mean to me it's fuck them niggas bro <laughs> <laughs> to me fuck them niggas bro i know the senator no slave or nothing bro fuck them niggas i'm trying to get my shit forgiven bro i mean do you get 40 acres in a mule still type shit or like what's going on i Yo. don't think any, is there 40 acres still available for purchase in, in america kansas city you know there is nah, I, think it, I, I wouldn't want kansas though i mean i don't think you get a pick they're like yo here you go nigga damn but they give you like some fucking wasted ass freaking grapes of wrath crops or some shit that's bro. crazy bro i mean i guess i i mean i would go with the student loan debt because obviously i don't you I mean, from that. I benefit from that significantly more. I mean, and I also feel like I don't deserve reparations you because get re no reparations would only be to like the oh for sure. And they, I, I would still try to finesse. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> they just literally like point at yourself. <laughs> like, come on, are you like, serious? My name's Michael Slavesman. Um, I'm from Sudan. It literally means land of the black. And yeah, you denying right. this is a human right violation. Yeah, but um, the whole plan, I think it's genius because as I think I've talked to you about this before. I think the um, student loan bubble is 
going to fucking crash oh for burn sure very very soon and nobody really knows what the fuck's gonna happen with that because all of these loans that we're getting they're backed by the government so what the fuck happens when sally may wants to cash in because fucking three million students just defaulted on their student loans right and on top of that like the return on investment is pretty big like a lot of reasons why people can't buy houses or anything is because niggas is paying like 300 400 dollars a month for student loans exactly so, and that's also affecting their credit absolutely as well. so they're very hesitant to buy and make larger purchases such as purchasing cars purchasing houses, houses purchasing and, boats and this is coming from the same generation that buying boats. <laughs> <laughs> i mean shit why not like True. I, I, thought boat. I mean what would you do with the extra 400 bucks a month right like might as well get a boat. Big, big off weight. Um, no, I feel that. No, it's just like people, the only people who really are against this, I feel like, are people who didn't go to a four-year university and had to take out tens of thousands of dollars and, you know, financial aid or people who've already paid off their loans. But then there's also the argument, it's like, if you couldn't go to school, why would you go to school? Like, if you couldn't afford to go to school, why wouldn't, why would you go to school? Sorry, that was tongue twisted. <clears throat> well, I don't what's the alternative exactly at that point, but like at, at this point it's a it's a discussion of like straight ethics yeah you know what i mean and if you want to take that into consideration both because you have parties 17 are, are ethically at fault i guess you can say but there's just so much more benefit to forgiving student loans than they're <clears throat> than you know keeping them as is because like i said as is you know it's a bubble waiting to burst yeah shout out to subprime mortgages Prime mortgages, oh seven. <laughs> um, well, that was that was kind of quick. Um, I suppose I thought we were gonna stay on that a bit longer. Um, let's move on. Two more quick. Uh, let's just skip the NBA awards because them shits were they, they actually weren't even that bad. But it's just like I didn't care about them anymore. Shout out to Giannis for his speech though. I, I fucks with his speech. Yeah, whatever. Cry, whatever. Cry during like, you, my, like my, nobody cares about the regular season awards. That was like at, two months ago. Like two months after the season, like, this shit's ridiculous. They gotta change this shit back to what it what like what it used to be. What would be your suggested? alternative the old way it was just like you'd get it like at the beginning of the second round or something like that yeah. of the playoffs you give your press conference during the day and then at night they present it to you again you know in front of your arena or whatever do you feel like that like would take away uh i mean i feel like i like that better as well but yeah i feel like do you think it takes away like players focus from like the playoffs and stuff uh no i don't so think there so. wasn't a new benefit to this new format i think they were just trying to rack up more views or something like that yeah more advertising dollars which you know fuck it it's like not worth it i'd rather have like the awards be given out i'd rather while, it, like, while they're still relevant while they're still talked about i read a, somebody was like saying that they should lengthen the gap between the end of the season and when the playoffs start by like maybe like three four days whatever it is and then have the award show like in between then i think that makes sense or like, I, I don't like that though because i if like i'm competing with somebody i don't want to have to like go and sit there and have dinner with them like a week before we compete or some shit you know I mean, what i mean like true but you know, i'm not i'm not looking at your... this nigga i'm about to go fucking play seven games against like i'm not this nigga's friend for the next few days my g but anyways that's neither here nor there um, congratulations, Giannis! Congratulations, Pascal Siakam! Congratulations, everybody who won. Luka Doncic, yeah, who won. Uh, everybody who won was international. There was like who was the like only. I mean, like coach of the year, I guess. Is <laughs> he Canadian, right? I think Mike Budenholzer. I don't know. Budenholzer sounds O.D. German. The German is mad racist, bro. Like even the language. 
What? Like the language, like the German language itself is like mad racist. Really? Like the interpretations, like um, when a stowaway is called like Blackfoot. <laughs> <laughs> like that's I what it translates to. So. Um, yeah. Uh, last two topics. Um, are you going to be wholesome this summer or are you going to be a city boy this summer? I'll let you answer hot, that hot first. Hot boy summer. Oh, I mean, my hot boy summer has been commenced. I've been on some <laughs> reckless shit, bro. I'm chilling though. I'm good. I'm good. Um, no, nah, it's, it's a hot boy summer for it's sure, a, For bro. sure. What's oh, the, what's the, come on, bro. what's the anthem? The hot boy anthem? Shit. Let me, uh... I mean, my music taste kind of sucks, to be honest, bro. Like, I've been just listening to mad shit. Probably some toxic shit. <laughs> Xanax, Xanny damage, Xanax damage. I think it's listening to the Glass Austin. Ceiling by Corporate America. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I, didn't, I don't even know. I don't even know. <clears throat> did you listen to, um, real fast, did you listen to Lil Nas X's EP? No. It was really bad. I didn't like it at all. This dude, the only thing that I like about him is he keeps blocking Taylor Swift from being number one. Like, on <laughs> singles. Really? Yeah, so there's a. Oh, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I so aside from that, like. Apparently, he had like Islamophobic tweets or like two Islamophobic tweets, and people were trying to cancel him. Like, yo, no, I don't like, relax. I don't relax. I genuinely don't give a fuck. Cancel culture's out of fucking control, bro. It's so quick, bro. Just yeah, I'm glad people are like catching on to it and now, just like waiting a little bit longer. Like literally, just wait a day longer now. and like. Come. Yeah, yeah, it's it's because that shit was getting out of hand, bro. It was like niggas every day is getting canceled, but you know, and rightfully so to some people, of course. But it's like in large part, it's the issue with cancel culture in itself. Is that it doesn't allow people to grow. No. You know, people can be found innocent in the trial of their peers, but guilty in the court of public opinion. So you think that kid who said uh, what he said should still have gone into Harvard? Ooh, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I mean, he did say what he said fairly recently. It was, what, two years ago? I think or, it was like a year ago. Like, I think he was eight, he's 18 now. It happened when he was 16. I think that's a bit different because that's for a chance of like employment or something like that or you know in his case going to like a school or something like that and with harvard they have they they look at it and say is this kid worth is this the headache that the kid's bringing with them and like all of the negative media that he's bringing with them is it worth it for us to you know take into our university as well and they decided nah not really not at all fuck they, that nigga and the thing <laughs> dead ass fuck that nigga but it's just like with him it's like he wasn't even canceled he just got his acceptance letter revoked revoked that's it he still got into like every other school he applied he's still probably gonna be an ivy league kid or whatever because i don't know like i i personally don't give two shits wasn't it, correct me if i'm wrong but isn't he a parkland shooting shooter survivor that's why but that's like viral. mad like that's why with, went viral with like nra and shit like he's like Oh, oh, like the side of the NRA. He or, got mob ties? Or like he's like mad leftist or something like that, or mad rightist. Mad, he would be rightist. Mad rightist, yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't really, I didn't really care about all that, bro. There's like so much shit in the media that like I just stopped giving a fuck yeah, about. It's bro. just like, it's the same rhetoric every single time with some of this shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck about Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson anymore. Yeah, bro. It's Liberty all that shit is just like stop it's just garbage bro it's like niggas don't <clears throat> give a fuck bro show me like kanye Cuffin. i'm cool with kanye show me kanye <laughs> yeah i follow like mad kanye like news accounts or whatever yeah kanye's like cool bro he just be to himself like i want to know what like kanye's doing like what jay-z's doing like that shit's dope would you me. take um 
$50,000 for dinner with Jay-Z. <laughs> I love how that was like somebody one time tweeted that like very seriously and it's been like a running joke on Twitter for years. Yo, it's one of my favorite <clears throat> running jokes on the internet actually. What's it called? Uh, copy pasta? Some shit like that? Where it's just like, I don't know, never mind, forget me. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? Oh, I forgot to say this, you know, while we were mentioning Sudan earlier, um, of course, there's many other places going through their own calamities and afflictions. Uh, shout out Somalia, shout out Yemen, shout out, give me more places that are big going up, through. Big shout out to Yemen because of the, the wild humanitarian crisis that they're enduring, probably the worst famine in like very yeah. recent memory. Yeah. Um, also Senegal as well Senegal shout out to Senegal big love to Senegal and recently there was an earthquake or I think it was yesterday there was an earthquake off uh, in Indonesia as well like a 7.7 7. Indonesia man just wild the tsunamis that come there like crazy yeah, they dude. be going through it man pray for them please uh, but yeah just shout out to all those people who are going through it man you know obviously we don't like to stick to uh serious topics that long on here because you know it's, it's not that serious podcast but we also can't be we also can't be ignorant enough to not ever mention it as well so yeah 100 yeah, percent. you know and that's why i just wanted to take the second just to you know acknowledge what's going on hashtag our, well-roundedness in our world oh yeah niggas is od well-rounded bro niggas, you young swiss army nice serious? out here you know this bro <laughs> you know this <laughs> you know this um i uh i'm pretty good I don't got much else to say. Give me a word of advice. Give us. Give us a word of advice. Give us a word of advice, Miles. That whole shit of matching energies and blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. <laughs> just. <laughs> no, nah, that shit's real. Bro. No, I mean, just keep energy. consistent with who you are and whatever like is come will come to you will come to you and fall in line perfectly. There's no need to stretch yourself more or less to bring something that isn't really going to last there altogether anyway. Mm. Finger snaps. I don't niggas is faded right now, bro. He's <laughs> <laughs> off the handy and hookah right now. Though, <laughs> <saying. Danny> hookah. <laughs> wow, that might be the episode title. I'll, I'll decide on that later. Well, all right. Uh, there you have it. It's this not that serious podcast. Wait, what do I? Fuck. A lot of shit. There, okay, hold a lot, on. There's a lot of shit going on in this world, and a lot, but it just ain't that serious. No, no, no. no I'm gonna say it because I sound a lot better saying it. Um, okay, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this world, but a lot of it is just not that serious. It's not that serious about cut podcast, y'all. Peace. Peace. Pay attention. Selection.